0: Radio Drama Revival is brought to you in part by Audible, who offer a free 30-day trial and free audiobook at audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Audible boasts over 30,000 titles, including a whole ton of audio drama. That's why I love it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash radiodrama. Thanks. And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and, of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, today on the show, we have the opportunity to feature, again, uh, one of our uh, very favorite dramatists, um, John Dryden, who works um, with Goldhawk Productions, mainly for BBC Radio 4, has done dozens of shows Over the years, we've featured several of his shows on this show over the years. I've actually had the opportunity to work with him in New York on his show, Severed Threads. Um, He's also come on the show to interview with us before. And uh, today I'm doing something a little bit unusual um, in that we are going to be playing a repeat. But um, I hope, loyal listeners, that um, either you've not heard of this show before and you're going to be quite enjoying what you're about to hear or that you uh, will forgive me for kind of the timeliness Um, of this show. Now, uh, Radio Drum Revival is not a political show. Um, This is an entertainment show. If anything, uh, we want this to be your haven from um, the outside world, which is an increasingly insane place. Um, But um, I did think that uh, it it was a somewhat timely moment to feature um, this show again, uh, which is the BBC dramatization of The Handmaid's Tale. Several people have asked uh, me about this and 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 I've been sending this link out to a bunch of people so I figured this would be a good time to uh, put it front and foremost back on uh, Radio Drum Revival's uh, homepage um, a show that um, at least if you've been you know kind of in this strange conversations and strange uh, climate in America um, seems a little haunting unfortunately uh, seems a bit more timely than I uh, would ever care for it to be um, but that's kind of where we're at um, so uh, it, you know, and and, it, and it, nothing else. It is an excellent story uh, with some uh, great actors, and the cushion recorded in um, New York, in America. Um, this story of a woman who is recruited by a uh, totalitarian government to basically serve as a surrogate um, reproductive partner for a uh, for a man, and that's. That's what it is, um, and uh, about how she looks at life before this happened, and how she looks at her life now and her struggles. Um, three-parter, um, full hours for the next three weeks here on Radio Drum Revival. Um, so stay tuned here. For that, um, first up, we do have the next chunk of The Cleanse, The cleansed, uh, which is now on Kickstarter. Um, Thecleanse.com forward slash Kickstarter to support the show. We've gone into production of Season 2. Uh, we are doing all kinds of crazy things. Um, we just last week had our actors um, in canoes as we shook the canoes, bounced up and down, had our our, our field recorders uh, waist, waist deep um, in the recorder to uh, capture the sound. Um, so if you're wondering how the cleanse sounds like what it does, it sounds that way because we bring actors to the story um, rather than trying to create the story around them. And um, as does John Dryden, um, Handmaid's Tale and other stories. Um, so that's just all part of it. Um, and I should also mention that um, in addition to today's show, um, there's a bunch of uh, newer um, pieces by on um, John Dryden and Goldhawk. Uh, which are available now through the BBC iPlayer just for a couple days, so um, I'll give you links on that. Um, but first up, we've got the next chapter of The Cleansed, um, and in this next chapter, we have John Prophet. He has been dragged from a slumber uh, where he's been healing and put on trial. Um, this is from Episode 7 of The Cleansed, Season 1, The Trial. Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, Episode Seven, The Trial, Part Two.
1: Good thing did come out of all of this.
2: Our new friends?
1: We buried the axe, like like everyone forgot we'd been killing each other the day before. But somehow it was fine. Mark
2: He showed us everything, didn't he?
1: Well everything he could, yeah. It was so different, so new. So um Mark. Yeah? What's with that? Cape of yours. It's not a cape. It's buckskin.
3: Oh,
2: you know, I always wanted to try making that.
1: Is it, is it comfortable? Oh, yeah. It's the best of stuff to wear in the woods.
3: Can, can I touch it or something? Sure.
1: Wow, it's really soft and warm and it doesn't get caught on briars. Huh. You don't tan hides? No, we. No, I guess not.
2: You know, where we're from is an old base, and they had enough clothes for a very, very long time there. Mm.
1: I was going to say, you do look like you've kept the old times alive and well.
2: (laughs) Well, I guess. We take care of what we have. We mend it when it breaks, and we're always looking for more stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess we do the same thing.
2: So, where's all of your stuff?
1: This is it.
2: Well, you've got, what, a horse barn, some firewood. Where are all of your
4: fields?
1: They're a few miles from here. We travel by horseback to get there. It's for safety. We don't want people getting too close to our place.
2: And, wow, what is this? They smell really good.
1: Oh, well, this is a wild garden. Herbs, medicinals... And that? This is a mushroom log. Uh, Huh? We cultivate mushrooms to supplement what we collect. Wait, Maria, no, those are poison. I assure you they aren't. Our whole lives no one ever let us
3: ever ever eat any of... Maria... Huh. Um, That's interesting.
1: That one tastes better cooked. And if you've never eaten one, it may take some getting used to. Never eaten a mushroom. Uh, do they taste good? Nothing quite like them. We put up hundreds of pounds of them. It livens up the winter.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I imagine winters are tough for you, too.
2: <clears throat> of course.
1: That's what books are for, right? You like books? Yeah, I love them. Do you? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, the, the Nearings. Uh, Haines. Well, a lot of people were on this land, trying to do what we are doing before it all fell apart. Well, there are some older ones too, like Thoreau, although he was a bit of a poser.
3: <laughs> no, I, no, I like things about other worlds, you know, like Ursula Le Guin and Robert Heinlein, Ray
1: Bradbury. You, um, you read any of the... No. No? How about, how about Stephen King? You know, you know, he used to live, like, right around here, right? Well, sure. Of course his crap would survive the breaking. (laughs) Crap? Anything teach you about how to survive in his books? So? So what's the point of reading unless you're learning something? Like, well you know they had electric cars before everything fell apart. Not a ton, but a few. No. Well maybe if they'd gotten their act together we could have been alright. But they didn't. They drank down gasoline like it was going out of style. So... We all got screwed. Huh? Yeah, I, I never thought about it that way. Really? You've been living like this your whole life, and you've never thought about about why. Well, what was that supposed to mean? Nothing. I'm just curious. Well, hey. I what?
2: They've they've got John. He's down there.
1: Oh. It must be the trial.
2: The trial? What trial?
4: It's a nice spot, Chad. I never knew you could see Katahdin. They're
3: beautiful mountains, aren't they? We go every year. Never made the trip. Always meant to. Really? You're a stone's throw from the mountain, and you never climbed it. Never saw a need to. It was enough to keep us busy at home. Ah. Oh. Great day for a funeral. Have you met my wife, Caitlin? I don't think so. David Brenner. Welcome. Kate, are all the families here?
5: All who still live.
3: Yes. Well, good enough. We are ready. Last chance, David. Are you ready to commit to the terms? I'm a man of my word. Good. I look forward to putting this all behind us. Me too. Uh,
2: Dad! Dad! What, Maria? What are you doing?
3: We're making
4: peace. But John... Is being put on trial, like in real society.
2: You can't... The
4: rule of
3: law will prevail. It is time. Everyone! I have called an assembly of the tribe. Are there any who need to know why we are here today? Word has traveled well. So then, let me introduce to you our neighbors from the north. We have their chief, David Brenner. Hi. And his wife, Sam. Hi. And their children, uh, Maria and Luke. And we have one other. Announce yourself. Speak. John Prophet. Our first order of business tonight pertains to Prophet. He has committed the gravest offence in the law of any human nation, the taking of human life. (gasps) (gasps) Self-defence! And tonight he stands trial for these deeds. Hang him, I say. He doesn't deserve a trial. We are beyond those days, Arthur. The rule of the tribe shall prevail in this land. It is the only way. Is there anyone who can stand witness of the crimes of John Prophet? I was there the day he came. I was among the riders and saw Reggie fall to his gun. I, too, saw that crime. Plus Cameron, who chased him down when we were in pursuit up north. These are the charges which have been levied against you, Prophet. Do you accept them or deny them? Guilty as charged. To be whole, our law demands an eye for an eye. Two bodies in exchange for our fallen men. Who can produce a body?
2: Chris. Chris died today. He was my father's best friend. Maria, stay out of this. He did honor him, at least, by saying his name.
3: There is one, yet two are fallen. So, failing that, the second will be his own. No! These are our rules, chief. Maria, you need to quiet down.
2: No! No! You can't just do this to him!
4: The
3: man has dug his own grave. I didn't do this. It is settled. Before the sun rises tomorrow, prophet... We will put you to death to settle the score. All right. Very fair. Justice is... (laughs) He laughs. Even facing our justice, he makes a mockery of us. Prophet, all this, and you still won't listen to what I have to say? What? You. Did Chad share with you any of what I told him? Why I came here and what I asked? Because you might want to consider. Shut him up, Chad! You cannot speak in your defense, John. The sentence is passed. Any of you remember the super-rich? How they fled soon as things went bad? (laughs) (laughs) I
5: I helped shoot them down myself when
3: they came to Bangor. Well, not all of them were on those planes. Some of them went to sea, got themselves a nice Navy aircraft carrier, and now they're back. Chief, let him tell his story.
0: listening to it podcast version of The Cleansed to hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut visit www.thecleansed.com you can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99 also see a full cast and crew list exclusive behind the scenes video character sketches and more again that's www.thecleansed.com or catch us next week for another free installment new episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012 those are available at the Cleansed. Dot com, final and radiodrama The Cleansed is a final rune production. Find more free audio stories at w dot com. That's F I N A L R U N E dot com. All right, that was The Cleanse, The Cleanse Again, we do have a Kickstarter campaign, TheCleanse dot com Kickstarter. In addition to being able to support the new show, which we'd very much appreciate, uh, you can also uh, sign up for all kinds of cool perks, everything from postcards to digital box sets and physical box sets of of the first season to um, original episode artwork. So I don't know if you've been following, but there's these beautiful pen and ink drawings um, that have been made, one new one for each of these podcasts. So we're up to almost 30 original drawings. All of them are available um, for a $150 donation to our Kickstarter campaign. You can pick out... Um, which one you want? Um, if you go to thecleanse.com forward slash art show, you can see exactly what ink and drawing pieces we're talking about. Um, and just uh, give us 150 bucks and they are yours. a original pieces of art, part of the cleansed history, part of Radio Drum Revival's history, part of all this, um, biggest project I've ever done. Um, hope you'll support us. Um, trying to rain, raise two thousand dollars, which will basically cover the cost of actors, um, less than twenty percent of the entire budget of the production, but um, just trying to see if it, if it works to, to fund this from, um, our fans perspective. And so if you've been a loyal listener to the show, um, if you can only donate $5, hey, uh, it would really be appreciated. Uh, forward slash Kickstarter, um, do it for radio drama Vi- revival, do it for the cleanse, do it for, um, Fred. Cause you like hearing me, or maybe you don't like hearing me. You want me to shut up, whatever. Um forward slash Kickstarter. Um, Okay. Under our programming, uh, this is The Handmaid's Tale, part one, by John Dryden. Um, As I mentioned, John Dryden um, has a new work up now um, called Blasphemy and the Governor of Punjab. Um, That's available at the BBC Radio 4's iPlayer. Um, If you just go to goldhawk.eu, you can actually catch it till about Sunday of this weekend, so you don't have too much time, um, Saturday, September 15th, to go to goldhawk.eu and click on the link to the BBC iPlayer about a docudrama about bigotry and assassination and popular reaction from a formidable convert. Sation, um, combination. Yeah. Um, all right. Enjoy, uh, Handmaid's Tale part one.
6: Are we there already? Just about. Oh. I need a cigarette. Do you want one?
7: Oh wait. Have you got the passports there? Mm-hmm. Right here. Yeah, well, are you sure Daisy isn't going to wake?
6: Daisy? Daisy, honey. I gave her half a mugadon, she'll be out for a bit. Daisy. Yep, she's out.
7: This is the border.
2: I love you, Luke.
7: We're gonna get through this, baby. You'll see.
4: Hi there, how you doing? Doing fine. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Could you turn your engine off, please? Mm hmm. May I see your passports? Honey. Where are you heading, sir?
7: Just over to New Brunswick to see family.
4: How long are you going?
7: I don't know. Just a few days, I guess.
4: You got a lot of luggage for a few days. Yeah, I guess. child doesn't have a passport
6: Uh, she's only four she's on my passport Uh, there you see daisy
4: okay how long have you been married five years has your union been blessed in the eyes of the good lord yes can i see the certificate
7: honey sure here This is the old certificate. Were you married in the church? No. No, but we've since had the marriage blessed.
4: Can I see the certificate, sir?
7: Honey, we, we did bring, oh, didn't sure. we? Or did, sure did we leave did we did did. Did that at home? Oh, I, I don't
6: know.
7: Um... Uh, officer, I, th- I think we, we might have left it at home. OK. No, but do we have to have it? I, I can assure you, we are man and wife in the eyes of the good Lord.
4: Well, that's OK. So I just need to ask you a few questions. You got married in the bad days, and you now have the marriage blessed, is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have either of you been divorced? No. Both of you? No. no. Was the child born before or after your blessing? After. No. <laughs> after, yeah, I honey? I think after. Okay, if you could just pull your car over to the side here, I just need to run a check on the computer.
7: Why? is there is there a problem
4: just do as i ask please sir
7: come on bud we, we've had a long drive is, is there any way we can sort this out
4: sure just pull in over here
7: look look things were different before you know that you
4: can't just change all the laws overnight actually sir no one's changed the laws they're in the good book for all to say they have been for a long long time you just failed to observe them. I'm trying to cooperate with you here. Hand me the keys to your car, Don't you feel ashamed of yourself? Hand me the keys to your car, sir. Just do have some assistance over no, here? No, 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 no. Luke! No, this is but, bad, honey. We, we've got
7: to get out of here. What's happening? Lizzie, it's all
6: right, honey. Mommy's here. Where are we going to go? I'm not going to let them take you away. Look, there's nowhere for us to hide. Slow down. Oh, Baby, oh, honey, don't cry. Mommy's here. Luke, I can't take no. this. Just relax.
7: You're making things Let's worse. Just
6: worse. Just it's crazy. Show it's doing me. my mind. I can't no. stand
7: it. I can't stand it, Luke!
2: <laughs> What's happened to the
8: world? What's happened?
6: I would like to believe this is a story I'm telling. If it's a story, then I have control over the ending. Then there will be an ending and real life will come after it. I can pick up where I left off. But it isn't a story I'm telling.
7: Can you hear me?
5: Wake up. You think she's faking it?
7: I'll give her another dose.
5: Are you awake? Wake up! How are you feeling? Where am I? you had a shock.
6: Uh, Where is she? What have you done with her?
5: She is in good hands. I want to see her. She's with people who are fit. You are unfit. But you want the best for her, don't you? I want to
6: see her. Where am I?
5: We are going to teach you to be a better person.
6: I want to see my husband.
5: Men aren't allowed in here except doctors and guardians. Where's
8: my husband? No,
5: no. Let's not pretend. You know he wasn't your husband. Not in the eyes of the good Lord. I want to see Luke. I think that's quite enough now. But
6: I need to know, please. I need to know.
5: Doctor. Please.
6: Doctor. No, don't make me sleep. I think he's had enough. Don't make me sleep, please. No.
2: No, Just just
5: lie back, (laughs)
2: lie
7: back. Count to ten. Count to ten.
2: That's fine. She's got a dress on.
7: Has yes, she indeed?
2: A pretty. She. She thought we were going to a picnic. A picnic? We didn't want her to know where we were really
5: going. Is that so?
6: Yes, we. didn't want to.
5: My name is Aunt Lydia. I run this establishment, which, for those of you who don't know, is called the Rachel and Leah Re-Education Centre. It is one of several colleges for the training of handmaids and is funded by central government. I want to tell you about the old world. Better still, let me show you something. Aunt Elizabeth, play the video. They
7: called it the Summer of Love, and with the temperature well up into the 90s, it's no surprise that... The spectacles
5: women used to make of themselves. They want to have fun, to enjoy the music. In the parks, lying on blankets, men and women (coughs) together sometimes, oiling themselves like roast meat on a spit, bare backs and shoulders on the street, in public, and legs not even stockings on them.
3: Gilbert's holidays are designed to help gay men get together and have fun.
5: Right they called a- it freedom. We do do all the work, you do all the fun. Check out the hot tubs on the freedom or the nightclub. You want to meet young, friendly college girls. Do, we do as anyone pleases. Beautiful on our books, just waiting to meet
4: you. Hi there, I'm the plumber. I heard you have a leak. Yeah,
5: it's... In Freedom the for women to go to work like a man. Freedom not to get married. Men looking Freedom for women, to divorce. Call 900-555-S-E-X-N. Freedom to flirt with Women looking for women sex. call one 555 gals Freedom to indulge in the most depraved sexual acts. Freedom to murder babies before they were even born.
4: Sit down on the bed.
5: Okay, but. What kind of a world did we create? How did we move so far away from the standards set for us by the good Lord? No wonder things used to happen. No wonder women were exploited, oh, abused, yeah. raped, oh, yeah. even murdered.
4: She was found in a shallow grave just 200 yards from the road. Police say she had been brutally beaten about the head. And... Who is it? Who's there?
5: there is more than one kind of freedom. Freedom to and freedom from. In the days of anarchy, it was freedom to... Now, you are being given freedom from. Don't underrate it. I'll be honest with you. Not all of you will make it through this establishment. Some of you will fall on dry ground. Some of you will be strangled by thorns. Some of you are shallow-rooted. I want you to think of yourselves as seeds. We are planting a new society. Those of you who make it through will be the founding mothers of a new and better world.
2: Are you awake? Sort of. This used to be my high school. Really? Before, this was the gymnasium, not a dormitory. They used to have dances in here. Shh,
6: not so much. said if I was good, I might get him back. I don't think so. They put them with other families. No,
2: they said if I'm a good girl, they would. Listen.
6: They're not going to do anything for you. This
2: is a bad, bad situation. Things have got way out of hand. No, it's my fault. You see, I've been a bad person. I deserve to be punished. You're crazy. No. That's why I'm here. I've done... So many things, you see, immoral, like a dance is here, things a girl shouldn't do. Maybe I was influenced, TV, but oh, you wouldn't believe. See, I didn't know about the good book then. I had so many bad thoughts. Now I want to learn... I want to learn to be a good person. Yeah, sure. You're the same, you know. Only the bad girls come
6: here. We have to learn to be good. good. Can you be quiet? I want to get some sleep. The nighttime is my own to do with, as I will, my time out. Where shall I go? Where shall I go back to?
5: You know, I get a lot of people asking for advice. Now, just yesterday, I had a call from an acquaintance. A hotshot advertising executive. Oh, yes. Well, she said...
8: My husband and I don't get on anymore. All
5: right, I said. What's the problem? Well, I don't know, she said. We've just grown apart. Uh,
8: Grown apart. Mm! She's on! It's that Serena Joy woman again. Come and look. do I hear this phrase? Are you kidding? She's the bitch. You don't want to watch her. Oh, I just love this woman. such a bitch. (laughs) If you are so busy working can you to believe earn the money, this you I Mira mean, your you're getting ashes on my businessman God I cannot believe people can take her seriously to pay for the babysitter you don't need to look after the kids because you're never at home to pay for all those frozen dinners you don't need because you don't have time to cook well of course you're gonna grow apart Women are the we're doing the spoof letters. letters page in the magazine Serena. My car won't start. What shall I do? Stop trying to be a man! Oh, you know, that kind of thing. thing. Hope it drives do not nuts. Yeah, As if she'd even notice. We've got a big readership. Well, considering Please. we're just a small-town magazine. It's much bigger than our sales because people pass the magazine around once they've read it. We had a survey done. <laughs> don't, You're getting ashes don't on the sofa. Use the ashtray. Oh, I'm sorry. Why have you grown apart? Because you are not
5: behaving like a wife. You want my advice, lady? Be a wife. Be a wife
8: Let's praise the Lord together well, Let's go out for a beer
6: uh, I've got to do a presentation tomorrow morning at the library What about? Transferring books to computer disk
8: Why would you do that?
6: Mm, to cut down on storage space
8: Wow I've got to finish an article on date rape Date rape? You're so trendy
6: <laughs> Doesn't it sound like some kind of dessert? Date rape
8: So, get your coat. We're going for a beer. We can work later, right? I don't know. Wait a minute. Has something happened to you? New man in your life, perhaps? All right, I'll come. I'm boring five bucks off you, Okay? I don't approve of it.
6: Uh, Moira, I can't believe you.
8: No, he's a married man. You're poaching on another woman's ground. Luke isn't a fish.
6: He's a human being and can make his own decisions.
8: Besides, he doesn't love his wife. You're rationalizing.
6: Hi.
2: Hi. I'm Janine. I'll be your waitress tonight.
8: Hi, Janine.
2: Can I get you started off with something to drink?
8: Mm Mm-hmm. Two beers? Mm. Great. Coming right up. Anyway, you're not in love with him. Mm. How can you say that? You're in love with the hotels, the covert meetings, the excitement. You're in love with getting away from that cockroach-infested apartment, the dripping sink, and the noisy students upstairs. You'll get over him.
5: you got any more smokes? <clears throat> Give me children, or else I die. And Jacob was angry with Rachel and said, Can I take the place of God who denied thee children? And she said, Here is my slave girl, Bilah. Lie with her. And she shall bear upon my knees that I may also have children by her. So she gave him her slave girl, Billa, and Jacob lay with her. I'm going to read it to you again. I want you to pay attention. Give me children or else I die. And Jacob was angry with Rachel and said, Uh, Can I take her? Thank you. Thank you for creating me a woman. Make mm. me be fruitful, me be fruitful.
2: fruitful. Okay. Mortify go on, go on. my flesh that I There's may be multiplied no point
5: in making a spectacle Let me of yourself, Janine. Your oh.
2: God, King of the universe, thank you.
6: Thank you for creating me a woman. Make me fruitful. Mortify my flesh.
5: See? Here. This is birth rate per thousand. See the slippery slope down down here past the line of replacement there was no one cause of course some women believed there would be no future they thought the world would explode that was the excuse they used they said there was no use in breeding they were lazy women they were sluts well the world didn't explode (laughs) this is year zero and all of us here will lick you into shape.
6: There were newcomers most nights, carried in, drugged, and wounded by the odds. It was only a matter of time before Moira arrived.
2: God. What happened to you? They beat the crap out of me. Go back to bed before you get caught.
8: Where
6: can we talk? The washrooms. After testifying tomorrow, we, we get a short break.
8: Testify?
6: It's a kind of therapy. You'll see. Oh. Just meet me in the install, Okay. <coughs>
8: This is interesting, everyone. Now, you tell me, Janine, how did it make you feel?
6: Aunt Elizabeth once headed a Weight Watchers franchise operation in Iowa. She's good at testifying.
2: I felt unclean. I wanted to wash
6: it away. And what do you think of the men who did this to you? I wanted to castrate them. (laughs) She told the same story last week, how she was gang-raped at 14 and had an abortion. It may not even be true. At testifying, it's safer to make things up than to say you have nothing to reveal. But whose fault was it? Who led them on, Janine?
8: Anyone? Her fault. Who led them on? You. Me? Yes. Who led them on? The... well, I guess they just led each other on, you know, like guys do. Wrong. Anyone else? Who led them on?
4: She She did. did.
8: And why did God allow such a terrible thing to happen? Why do you think, Janine? To teach me a lesson.
2: It was my fault. I led them on. I deserve the pain.
8: Very good, Janine. You see, all flesh is weak. They can't help it. God made them
6: that way, but he did not make you that way. He made you different. It is up to you to set the boundaries.
8: Jeez, this is a loony bin. Who was that? (coughs) I'm sorry to interrupt. It's this cold I've got. I'm doing my best, you know. I'm trying to give you the best chance you can have. Don't think it's easy for me, either.
6: The washroom used to be for boys. The mirrors have been replaced by oblongs of dull gray metals. There were incidents in the washrooms at first. There were cuttings, drownings. But the urinals are still there, white enamel with yellow stains. They look oddly like babies' coffins. Say. me too. What happened to you? How did you
8: with grace, grace with, with love. Janine. Janine. Moira, look at Janine. What's the matter with her? Janine, it's time to get dressed, get your clothes on. I don't want extra prayers on your account. What's the matter with her, I don't know, you'd better come here.
6: Janine.
2: Hello. My name is Janine. I'll be your waitress this morning. Can I get you some coffee to begin with? Christ, snap out of it, Janine. You have a nice day now. (gasps) What did you hit me for? Wasn't it good? I can bring you another. You didn't have to hit me. Don't you know what they'll do?
8: Look at me. My name is Moira, and this is the Red Center. Look at me. Moira?
2: I don't know any Moira.
8: They won't send you to the infirmary, so don't even think about it. They won't mess around with trying to cure you. They won't even bother to send you to the colonies. You go too far away and they just take you up to the chemistry lab and shoot you. Then they burn you up with the garbage like an unwoman, so forget it.
2: I want to go home
8: now. Jesus, God, that's enough. She'll be here in one minute, I promise you. So put your goddamn clothes on and shut up.
2: I want my baby. (laughs) Come on.
8: That's right. Off with your nightgown. On with your dress. If she does that again and I'm not here, you just have to slap her like that. You can't let her go slipping over the edge. That stuff is catching.
4: I'm Mike Moore, and this is World News Hour. Luke.
0: Coming up. Says
6: Luke. About... If I'm gonna live here with you, I want you to get rid of her clothes. I can't live like this.
7: Up... See my wallet? Luke. <laughs> I'm late for work. You you
6: You're not listening to me.
7: I heard you. If
6: you don't get rid of your wife's clothes, I'm going to start wearing them.
0: I'm late. I got to go. Right.
6: I have them. These attacks of the past, like faintness, a wave sweeping over my head. Hello? Hello?
7: thieving bitch honey what's wrong
6: it's your wife again
7: not again i'm gonna call her and straighten this thing out no no,
6: that's just what she wants it just makes things worse just leave it
7: hello luke that's you i want this to stop do you understand i want to talk you know what i don't care you leave us alone
8: Are you there?
2: Moira. I've got to get out of here. No, no, Moira. I'm
8: going nuts.
6: Don't try anything. I'll fake sick. sick. They send an ambulance.
8: I've seen it.
6: You'll only get as far as the
2: hospital.
8: Well, at least it'll be a change. They'll find you out. Don't worry. I'm good at it. When I was a kid in high school, I cut out vitamin C. I got scurvy. In the early stages, they can't diagnose it. And then you just start it again and you're fine. I'll hide my vitamin pills. Moira, don't. They send two guys with you in the ambulance. Think about it. They must be starved for it. Shit, they aren't even allowed to put their hands in their pockets. The possibilities are...
4: You
5: and there. hands up. Some of you, no doubt, will have had your sleep disturbed during the night caused by the antics of this girl here. We come down hard on people who break the rules. But we're not uncharitable. This girl can consider herself very lucky. She's being given a second chance. Maura, why are you doing this to us? Why am I... I think we all have a right to know. Don't you like it here? I... I don't know. We all suffer, Moira, by your actions. It says to me you don't take your new calling seriously. That hurts. A handmaid is a position of honor. I want to invite anyone in the class here to ask Moira about what she did. Anyone? Yes, Janine. I just... Stand up. Come to the front.
2: I just want to say how much hurt you caused me and all of us. We were so concerned for you, Moira when we thought you were ill and all, and then when Aunt Lydia said that you were faking, I... I... Like, how could you? And and all Aunt Lydia's done for us in a handmaid's a position of honor. Where's your
5: pride? Thank you, Jenny. You see what you've done, Moira. Who else? You. Stand up. Come here. Out front. Now, what's your question to Moira? Moira. Moira. Yes?
6: Why <clears throat> did you run
5: away? Good question. Moira?
8: I'm sorry. Yeah.
5: Eventually, you will see things clearly. You will cooperate with us. All of you. For some, the process will take longer. I recommend to you all the path of least resistance. You are a transitional generation. It is hardest for you. We understand the sacrifices you are being expected to make. For the ones who come after you, it'll be easier. They will accept their duties with willing hearts.
6: It's strange now to think about having a job. All those women having jobs, hard to imagine now, but thousands of them had jobs, millions. It was considered the normal thing.
3: Are uh, these ready for the shredder?
6: Uh, that pile there. I worked in a library transferring books to computer disk to cut down on storage space and replacement costs, they said. "Discers," we called ourselves. After the books were transferred, they were put in the shredder. Uh, can I keep these ones, though? I thought I might take them home with me.
1: <laughs> Why would you want to do that?
6: Well, I don't know. A book might be worth something one day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure, take as many as you want. <laughs>
6: It wasn't a great job, but it suited me. Flexible hours. Especially since Luke and I got together and had Daisy. Can you just uh, put these in the back, honey? I'm going to put Daisy in her seat. Come on, sweetie. She comes back to me at different ages. This is how I know she's not a ghost. If she was a ghost, she would be the same age always.
7: Uh, honey, hmm. did you get the hamburger meat?
6: Oh, no, I forgot. Uh, I'm sorry. You don't need it. You eat too much meat.
7: I do not eat too much meat. Men need more meat than women.
6: Yeah, sure.
7: Yeah, sure. There have been studies. Men and women are different.
6: Are you listening to your daddy here, honey? Fine, if you want the hamburger, go yeah. get it. Okay, I'm gonna go get it. You unload the cart. Oh, thank you. That's really helpful. It was a Saturday. Mommy's be right back. <laughs> which was when Luke and I did the week's shopping. Daisy was 11 months. You know, your daddy isn't very helpful, is he, honey? It was before things started getting really bad. Excuse me. Excuse me, what are you doing? This child is mine. Okay, give her back to me. Can let somebody go me. help me, no, please? let go of me. It's my child. Just give her to me. Just let go. No, you're hurting no. her. Just give her to me. <laughs> it's all right, Daisy. Mommy's here. Mommy's got you. He sent me a sign. Who sent you a sign? The Lord promised me this child. All right. All right. Uh,
5: all
8: right. This here, woman. Happened? The Lord gave me this child. All right, all right, all right, he he calm down, calm down, calm
3: down.
2: The
8: Lord promised me a down. child.
3: Okay, Mavis, 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 <laughs> would you call the police, please? Would you call the police, please? Okay, okay, we're gonna get you some help, Come, okay. on, okay. Come on, baby. it's
6: okay. Mommy's here, mommy's got you.
1: Well, again. I apologize. I'm very, very sorry that this happened outside my store. This kind of thing seems to be happening more and more.
6: Really?
3: Mm. But I guess that's only natural,
5: huh?
6: Natural?
3: (laughs) Well, everyone wants kids.
6: Yeah.
4: But then for women, I guess that urge is uh, stronger. Yes. Now, would you
3: like to...
6: I know, it's all right. My husband is here. Um, Thank you for
3: your help. Oh, no problem. Have a nice day now. Thank you.
6: I'm too tired to go on with this story. Here's a different story, a better one. This is what happened to Moira. I heard it from Alma, who heard it from Dolores, who heard it from Janine. Janine heard it from Aunt Lydia. There can be alliances in such a place. There will always be alliances, one kind or another.
5: Come in.
2: You called for me, Aunt Lydia?
5: Blessed be the fruit.
2: May the Lord open.
5: Close the door. Something terrible has happened. Janine, do you know about it?
2: No, Aunt Lydia.
5: Because if you do, I will be very disappointed in you.
2: As the Lord is my witness.
5: Moira is no longer with us. Oh.
2: Is she dead?
5: No. She's gone. During exercises, she asked to go to the washroom.
8: Aunt Elizabeth? Aunt Elizabeth, the toilet's overflowing. Not again. Can you come and fix it? Someone is doing this on purpose. If this continues, I promise we'll ration the toilet paper.
5: Where are you? In here.
8: In. Move out of the way. We need to take the top off. Of this I stick it all the way in. Approach your mom.
5: Shut up. She had dismantled one of the toilets and taken out this.
2: Oh. What is it?
5: It's part of the cistern. It doesn't matter. Aunt Elizabeth couldn't see what was poking her in the back. But she was a brave woman. Yes. But not foolhardy. She did what Moira said.
8: All right, let's go. Moira. Shut up. They're going to blame me for this, you know. Shut All right, I'll right. in here. The exit's that way. Why? Why are we going into the furnace room? Take off your clothes. Oh no. Please, please. Take, Take them up. off. give them to me turn around uh, not too tight please I don't know why you're doing this to me Myra. open your mouth I have always been fair and honest with you wider uh-huh. there don't struggle or you'll choke I could kill you you know I could injure you so badly you'd never feel good in your body again just remember I didn't if it ever comes to that all right
5: she walked straight out of the front door the guards thought she was an aunt she seemed to know where she was going she even saluted at the gate and disappeared she is a cunning and dangerous woman she treated Aunt Elizabeth appallingly so Janine here is what I want you to do I want you to keep your ears open. Maybe one of the others was involved. Yes. And come and tell me about it. Won't you, dear? If you hear anything?
2: Yes, Aunt Lydia. Yes.
6: The story passed among us that night in the semi-darkness under our breath from bed to bed. Moira was out there somewhere. Moira had power now. She'd been set loose. She'd set herself loose. I think we found this frightening. Moira was like an elevator with open sides. She made us dizzy. Already, we were finding these walls
5: secure. But when you go from this place to answer your calling, to take your positions in your designated households, it is not the husbands you have to watch out for. It's the wives. You should always try to imagine what they must be feeling. All of you here have been blessed with the most treasured gift a woman can have. Don't be surprised that some wives will resent you for it. (laughs) Of course they'll resent you. It's only natural. Try to feel for them. Try to pity them. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. You must realize that they are defeated women. (laughs) They have been unable to...
6: (coughs) This is what happened.
0: It's now 24 hours since the first incident occurred message from the White House is that everyone should keep calm. It was
6: after the catastrophe, after they shot the president and the army declared a state of emergency.
0: ...outside the White House for more. Mark, is there any further news? Yes, Mike. We have been told that the state of emergency is a
1: temporary measure to curb fringe elements within the
6: country. They had worked their way into the system. They had people in powerful positions in schools, local councils, Congress.
1: And the advice we are being given is that everyone should remain at home if they possibly can.
6: But as time passed, we lived, as usual, by ignoring. (laughs) And
7: is there any indication of how long... Ignoring
6: isn't the same as ignorance. You have to work at it.
7: Are you planning to drop by the store on your way to work? I could. But they didn't deliver today. Again! Look, could you ask them what's happening?
6: Uh don't worry, I'll take care of here. Uh, With a massive uh, power struggle within the corridors
2: of the White House... Then,
6: before we Army knew Emirators it, totally fine. everything had changed. First, they shut down most of the television stations and newspapers. Hi there. Hi, um, we didn't receive our paper this morning, and we haven't for three days.
5: Oh, well, you're, you're not the only one, honey.
6: Really? Yeah, we haven't had any newspapers all week. Why not? National distribution problem, I don't know something like that. They didn't mention it on television. No, I I guess not Hello Uh, Can I get you anything? Um, yeah a pack of Marlboros
2: Go thanks
6: I see that uh, Porno Mart across the street is closed down.
8: Oh Yes, it was high time somebody did something.
6: (laughs) Well, did they just close it or what?
8: Well, who knows? Who cares? Maybe they just moved him somewhere else, whatever. But you really gotta hand it to this new council. They have cleaned up the area a lot. You know, in the evenings, if you came around here before, you'd get
6: people hanging around, mm. hookers and things. Mm. You don't get that anymore.
4: That's gotta be a good thing.
6: Mm. Well, I'll see ya. <laughs> see ya. Can I help you? The next morning, after dropping Daisy off at school, no children walked to school anymore. There had been too many disappearances. She was three or four now. I stopped by the same store for another pack. Excuse me. Hmm.
4: Can I help you?
6: Um, yeah, a pack of Marlboros, please. I was smoking more these days. It was the tension. You could feel it. Thanks. She's she sick? Who? The woman who's usually here.
4: How should I know? Your card's not registering. Uh, i uh, sorry, this number's not valid.
6: Well, that's ridiculous. I've got plenty of money in my account. Just try it again.
4: It's not valid. See the red light? It means it's not valid.
6: Well, you must have made a mistake. Try it again.
4: Yeah, see?
6: Well, there's obviously some mix up somewhere else. I'll phone them from the office.
5: You do that.
8: Come
6: on. I don't Don't believe believe this. this. At about two o'clock after lunch, my boss called me into his office. Hey, you wanted to see me?
3: Uh, yes, come in. I, uh, have something to tell you. What? I'm sorry, but it's the law. I really am sorry.
6: (laughs) For what? Are you all right?
3: I have to let you go. <laughs> it's it's the law. I, I have to. It's, it's not just you. I have to let you all go.
6: We're being fired? But why?
3: Uh, not fired. Let go. You can't work here anymore. It's the law.
6: How can you do this?
3: It isn't me. You don't don't understand. Please, go now. They're outside. If you don't go now, they'll come in themselves. They
2: gave me ten minutes.
3: Just, Just leave the machines. Just go.
6: When I got back to the house, nobody was there. Luke was still at work. My daughter was at school. I tried phoning the bank again, but only got the same recording. I'm sorry. The number you have reached
8: is not in service at this time. No further information is available. I'm sorry. The number you... Hello?
6: Moira. I've been fired. Okay.
8: First, we'll have a drink. Where's the corkscrew? It's right in front of you. Tried getting anything on your compu card today?
6: Yes, my card got rejected.
8: They've frozen them. Any account with an F on it instead of an M, all they need to do is push a few buttons. We're cut off.
6: I've got over $2,000 in the bank.
8: Women can't hold property anymore. It's a new law. Turned on the TV today? No. It's on there, all over the place.
6: This is, I, mean, I can't believe.
8: I'm not at all surprised. I always knew this is where we were heading.
6: So they've confiscated all my money?
8: Well, Luke can use your comp count for you. They'll transfer your number to him, or that's what they say. Husbands or male next of kin.
6: Yeah, but what about you?
8: I'll go underground. Some of the gays can take over our numbers and buy us things we need, but why? Why did they? They had to do it that way. The coffee counts and the jobs both at once. Can you picture the airports otherwise? They don't want us going anywhere. You can bet on that.
6: I went to pick Daisy up from school. I drove with exaggerated care. They had set up roadblocks and were checking everyone's identity cards. Honey, I'm home. By the time Luke got home, I was sitting at the kitchen table. She was drawing with felt pens at her own little table in the corner, where her paintings were taped up next to the refrigerator.
7: I heard. On the radio, driving home. Oh, Luke. Don't worry. It's only temporary. Did
6: they say why?
7: We'll get through it.
6: I don't know what it's like. I feel as if somebody cut off my feet.
7: It's, It's only a job.
6: So I guess you get all the money and I'm not even dead.
7: You know, I will always take care of you.
6: Luke, you're already beginning to patronize me.
7: Well, you're already beginning to get paranoid.
6: There were marches, of course. A lot of women, and some men. But they were smaller than you might have thought. I guess people were scared, and when it was known that the police, or the army, or whoever they were, would open fire almost as soon as any of the marches even started, the marches stopped.
1: There is no official confirmation of the number killed, but it a is few believed things
6: were blown be at least
1: up. ten, including three generations of a single family.
2: Post office,
6: subway stations.
1: Fatalities. But, as you can imagine, Ted, it is chaotic here and very difficult...
6: But to you understand. could never be sure who was doing it.
1: Police are saying nothing, and there is no indication yet of who is responsible for this. Yet
6: another... It could have been the Army... ...to justify system. the computer searches and the other Smart ones, the WJP door-to-doors. in Philadelphia. Hey,
7: honey. you have a nice day?
6: Mm. Yeah, terrific, guys shampooed the carpet, I've baked some cookies, I've ironed the laundry, I've got your supper ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, okay. After a few weeks, I started to behave irrationally. Okay. I tried not to cry in front of Daisy and at mealtimes. Okay. Okay. During the day when Daisy was at school, I would sit beside the bedroom window, s- staring out. I didn't know many of the neighbors, and when we met in the elevator or in the corridors outside our apartment, we were careful to exchange nothing more than the ordinary greeting. Blessed be the fruit. Uh, Yes. uh, May the Lord open. Mm. Nobody wanted to be reported for disloyalty. No.
2: No.
7: What's the matter? I don't know. We still have each other. Luke,
6: don't talk to me like that. Nobody's taken anything away from you.
7: All right. It's not particularly pleasant for me either. Really? Yes. Really?
6: The night before we left the house, that last time, I was walking through the rooms. We'd packed what we could fit in the car. I was just walking through here and there, looking at things, at the arrangement we had made together for our life. I had some idea that I would be able to remember, afterwards, what it had looked like. Then Luke had a thought.
7: The cat. Cat? We can't just leave her here.
6: Why can't we take her with us?
7: You don't take a cat for a weekend trip across the border.
6: Well, we have to do something with her. We can't just leave her outside.
8: Luke.
7: she's just gonna hang around and meow at the door. Someone will notice that we were gone.
6: Well, we could give her away. I mean, one of the neighbors might take her in we... look, we can't. <sighs> I'll
7: take care of it. Where is it?
6: <sighs> in The bedroom under the bed. I should have gone with him, taken that small responsibility. I should at least have asked him about it afterwards, so he didn't have to carry it alone. Because that little sacrifice, that snuffing out of love, was done for my sake as well. Instead, I sat in the living room, hands folded in my lap.
7: All right. Get Daisy. Time to go. All right.
5: And when you look back at your time here, I hope and pray that you will look back with a thankful heart and remember what we have done for you. Myself, Aunt Elizabeth, Aunt Helena, Aunt Sarah and the others. The future is in your hands. Grasp it. Now, girls, go forth and multiply.
2: <coughs> Fear it on your head. If you're happy, you know, she
6: thought we were head. going on a picnic.
2: Head.
6: We didn't want her to you know happy. where we were really going. Yes. We, we didn't want her yes. to tell yes. by mistake, if happy, you know, anyway. reveal anything yes. if we were stopped. <laughs> we didn't want to lay upon her the burden of our truth.
2: Stopping. It's a Saturday morning in September.
0: Can I see your passports?
7: Sure, honey. It's a beautiful day, officer. Praise the Lord.
0: Beautiful. Praise be. Supposed to get some rain, though, later. Really? Yeah, storm's coming in. Huh. Just heard the weather report. You drive safely now, okay?
7: God bless you. Have a nice day. Pretty good, huh? You alright, honey? I'm fine. But you're white as a sheet. That was only a checkpoint. There's gonna be a few more of those before we reach the border. At least we know the passports are good. Hmm? Just relax. We'll get out. Everything's normal, right? Right. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Oh, what a beautiful day. That's
6: not normal. Happy is I've not normal. Happy will arouse suspicions, I swear.
7: Feeling. What? I'm not allowed to be happy? No, no,
6: no definitely not. No one's happy anymore.
7: Well, what does Daisy think? Hey, is Daddy allowed to be happy, honey?
2: If you're happy, you're happy.
7: Ah, uh, see. Okay, then, everybody. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Come on. Come on, Mom. I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going.
6: I try to remember what they looked like, I try to hold them still behind my eyes, their faces like pictures in an album. But they won't stay still for me. They move. There's a smile and it's gone. Their features curl and bend as if the paper's burning. Blackness eats them. Stay with me. stay with me. (laughs) But they won't. It's my fault. I'm forgetting too much.
2: In episode one of The Handmaid's Tale, the part of Offred was played by Marsha Dietlin, Luke by Christopher Burns, Daisy by Matilda O'Neill, Aunt Lydia by Marion Seldes, Janine by Emma Roberts, Moira by Tasha Lawrence, Serena Joy by Leslie Hendricks, Aunt Elizabeth by Peggy Price. Other parts are played by Earl Hindman, Dylan Chelfie, Kristin Marks, Bruce Sabbath, Edward Tully, Harry Ditson, and Joseph May. The original score was composed by Sasha Putnam, Nick Russell Pavia, and Mitch Ogugwa. The Handmaid's Tale was a Goldhawk Universal production for BBC Radio 4. It was produced by Jane Quill and dramatized and directed by John Dryden.
5: You can hear the second part at the same time next week.
0: And that was The Handmaid's Tale, part one of three. Next part coming up to you next week uh, by John Dryden's Goldhawk Productions, goldhawk.eu. And you can go and see his latest shows there, um, video of him, behind the scenes recording, other good stuff, all at goldhawk.eu. He works in films and other stuff too. Um, So uh, he's done all sorts of great stuff, Pandemic, Severed Threads, Mumbai, Chuzzlewitz, um, and other um, excellent work. So check it out, goldhawk.eu. All right. Um, that is about a wrap for this week. Now, um, we have over 250 hours original audio drama programming up at RadiodramaRevival.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Hit up at Radiodrama. Find our Facebook page. Talk about these shows at Radiodrama Revival on Facebook. Um, of course, iTunes is where you can find us. Um, most of you are finding us that way on iTunes. Search for Radiodrama Revival. Um, we're also on Stitcher. Search for Radiodrama Revival. We're also under the Entertainment uh, Radiodrama section. Um, some people have asked about Zoom, trying to figure out how to get on the Zoom or two um, and other places so um, if we are out there and you want us to be out there more um, do share us Uh, with your friends and um, keep it going if you can't donate financially um, tell someone about us that's awesome too so um, that is a wrap for this week Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly Fred Greenhalgh copyright of individual shows remains their original producers but do please share this show as far and widely as you like Radio Drama Revival originates an on-air radio at WMPG Southern Maine's community radio it is podcast at radiodramarevival.com as a labor of love till next time keep your mind and your ears open thanks for tuning in and have a great week